There's a fruit fly in here. That's great. I hate fruit. I hate flies. Do you so, know how? Do you know how much I hate flies? I do, and it's only really a problem because we're both drinking wine. <laughs> so the fruit fly is hovering around me. Not in that my glass. we, not that we drink wine or whiskey every time we record. No, not every time. Episode eleven. So what are we <laughs> nine for eleven? <laughs> we only record once a week, so we only drink once a week. <laughs> That's. Well, it's not. That's not entirely accurate, but it's not entirely false sometimes too. For some of us, but look at this fruit fly. Hold on. It's a monster. Hold on. <laughs> you know that's gonna be. What are you doing? I think I got it. See, I can't clap because I have my wine in one hand. Imagine if this was a uh, like a Facebook Live. <laughs> How exciting that would be for folks. <laughs> for, they wouldn't be able to see the fruit fly. So, just be... so last week, last week. Marissa came, my friend from Maine, and she was visiting. And all of a sudden, so my one of my pet peeves are house flies. Fruit flies are horrible, but house flies are even worse for me. I didn't get it. There it is, Sila. Oh, I haven't. Anyway, seen you see, it's like literally, I see a bug, and all of a sudden, I'm like squirrel because I hate bugs. But anyway, so this fly when I'm cooking, and the fly gets in because the kids of course leave the door open too long blah 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 and so i reached on top of the fridge and i grabbed our assault rifle whoa whoa <laughs> let's relax now assault, it's called say it carefully bug assault and it's a salt gun but it's Literally, like we don't condone violence <laughs> against insects. I do, <laughs> I actually do. Um, and I, you know, and I'm chasing it around the kitchen, and she is dying laughing because she's never seen a bug assault rifle, and she's never seen someone aggressively shooting at a housefly, and so she's like, "Can you just?" Because I had. My, had my cooking apron on it's like a flower print you know apron and she's like can you just pose for a picture and so of course i posed with the bug assault gun and she has a picture of me now just hunting hunting insects I, that's I what have, i do i had that monster mosquito i mean mosquito flea fly <laughs> flea fly flea mosquito beetle we don't have fleas, the, thank the, God. <laughs> the fly yesterday, that monster one, that took me like seven oh, yeah. shots to, to, to knock it out of action. It was a beast. Sometimes. I'm sorry, it's fangs and everything. It That's was, not very true. scary. But was it a was it a horse fly? It seemed, I think it was a small horse fly, so it was a little little more They're uh, meteor. robust. <laughs> meteor. Like we're gonna, <laughs> like gonna wait, a cook meteor, it up. A meteor or a meteor? <laughs> I despise flies. And I used to be really, really scared of spiders. Not, well. Yeah, you've had a, you've had a change I've had a conversion when it comes to spiders. Actually, there, there was literally a spider in the shower the other day came dangling down. You made friends with it? And I, I was talking to her. I was like, dude, I'm like, just crawl up that way. You keep crawling on a slippery, the metal part that the you know, soap is on and whatever. I'm like, you, you're not going to make it. 
and I didn't kill it. I just I tried to get it away from me, and it finally it did. It crawled, and it just sat I'm proud there. Of you. I was like, I just a I had nothing to smush it with, but b I just don't kill spiders anymore. I'm like, actually, they've become my ally because they kill other bugs and they kill flies. So I actually really like them. They they trap the flies. Well, that's, that's part of the reason why you shouldn't kill any flies because then you're taking away food from the spiders. Your friends, your friends, my, the spiders. My buddies, the spiders. By the way, we're using. Uh, we're using one new microphone today. We're wearing headphones for the first time. Recording yeah. this, we're trying to up the ante, up the standard, up the quality, up the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. Where, I, where are we going here? Are we going up? We have, we have a couple of windows open because it's a beautiful night. And I'm pretty certain you guys are going to have in the background this crickets. soundtrack yeah. of crickets. We're trying, we're again, trying. We're trying to. We're going to be building a... A little recording studio that we're gonna mm-hmm. do our podcast from. Laurie's gonna record some music from that. Eventually, we're gonna do some Facebook Live episodes. Hopefully, we're gonna do that in a in a few weeks, uh, probably a month. Um, lots of exciting things happening. We st- there's still well, a lot of work until that. Yeah, I know that recording that. I, studio. I, I walked in today and walked out. I've done all the work for you, it. Well, I did a little bit at the beginning. In fairness, I did help the first day. The sanguine day. That's we, true. You did bring... And I also came up with the idea. You did come up with it, and it was a fabulous idea. It's this tiny little room that we have in the basement that we had been using as a quote-unquote school room. It was basically like a school closet because it was just lined with... It's basically a school dumpster. It's fine. It you know what? That is more... Oh, the fruit flies around you now. That is more accurate. It, it was like a school dumpster because... The kids would go in and they would just pull stuff off the shelves and I would go in to get something and you can't walk on the floor. You literally can't walk on the floor because they would just dump games. What game did I pick up for like an hour? I was still finding uh, some kind of card game and I kept finding these stupid cards and I was so tempted to throw them away, but I'm like, I've been oh, at this the, for an hour. The door so monkey will keep them out. <laughs> the door I do love the door monkey. Not in this case. They figure Not it in out. This they case. step up on that chair. They, right they next did. To where they, they figured out how to do it. In, and they rip the room apart. All right, I gotta kill this fruit fly. You're not. No, on. I'm gonna kill. No, you, we're you, working you, right now. Yeah, I know. Just do I what? I do what? Anyways, keep talking. Keep talking. This, we're gonna create this studio. We're gonna um, hopefully get that done in about a month. We'll yeah, that's probably Facebook live. A month is probably what it's gonna take. And uh, as I said last um, last episode, we. We're really close to having the website done. I just we're trying to just backfill some of the. Uh, we'll talk more about this uh, next week's episode, but we're trying to backfill some of the episodes to add information that we that we meant things that we mention or things that we think might be helpful based on what we had discussed mm-hmm. in that particular episode. Just to, again, to try to give you guys as much as we can to help you. And again, we Laurie's talked about this. I have. We've we've been so blessed to have so many people in our walk of life who's. Pass things along to us, giving us wisdom, ideas, and and we've made a lot of those our own. But there's something about all of us kind of sharing our wisdom and our journeys and mm-hmm. to help others who are facing whatever they're facing in their journey as a family. So we're going to keep doing that. And we're going to keep, we're really committed to this. We really like doing it. And uh, we really appreciate the three of you who are listening every week. <laughs> to Raising Eight. We got a couple of sinners <laughs> trying be, to raise eight. Hey, do, 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 do. Wait, what's the song that comes on? Because, of course, we don't actually hear it until...
Anyway, so. But anyways, welcome to this. Welcome to this episode. episode. We're gonna go ahead. You can introduce. Well, I was just gonna say. So we've we've had some folks give us some topics. Both sometimes we talk to folks who've been listening. Hey, it'd be cool if you talk about this. And we've had some folks email us some topics. And so we were trying to decide what to talk about. And we looked at the list, and you know there, there were some lighter topics and some not so light topics. So we did a light topic last week. Yeah. So, so we thought we'd do a, something a little, a uh, little more difficult in the life of the family, and that is how to deal with anxiety or fear with our children or in the life of the family. Mm. And so I, I want to disclaimer. I do have as, a ba- as we give <laughs> as we give this every episode the disclaimer that we're not professionals, folks. Newsflash: yeah, Levines like, are not experts at any of this. I've got my undergrad in psychology, and that's where it ends for me. And of course, uh, we both have our masters in theology, but we're not trained counselors. Um, though we've, we've worked with folks, people, our entire adult lives, um, and of course, the life of the church, the life of a family. There's there's lots of opportunities through God's grace, thank God, to to work with people and, and walk with people and help people. So, mm-hmm. but we're not counselors. So this is not a Kind of like we're going to give you official professional advice in that sense. We're nope. going to talk about our journey as a family a little bit mm-hmm. um, with in, with dealing with the fear and anxiety in the life of our family. We are we, we're already working on a follow up episode where we're going to have a good Catholic counselor on. We'll, we'll call the name for now, but we're going to be bringing a guest in hopefully in the next two or three weeks um, to kind of continue this conversation and go deeper because I think highly relevant right now with this crazy world we're living in. And in, in being in this pandemic time, oh. there's just, and we've talked about this before. I mean, there's just, some people are just full of anxiety and fear, anxiety to leave their house or anxiety to go to the store or anxiety. I mean, I was at Panera Bread not too long ago with some friends and a woman came out and literally sprayed down um, the entire, her entire surroundings <laughs> with Lysol. I mean, works. That works. outside. Nobody had been sitting in those chairs probably for days, and she came out and she literally just for five minutes sprayed Lysol on every piece of furniture all around her, and just said to the girls with her, "Like, you just can't be too safe, you know." And, and, it and it's just like anxious, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Just that idea of it's anxiety. Of, it's easy to make fun of her. Well, I'm not making fun no, of no, her. No, no, no. My just, point is, yeah. we kind of joked about it when you first told me the story. But at right, the same like, time, you think about, time, ooh, what is she wrestling with? And her, she's clearly struggling with... And what is she passing on to her She kids? also could be a germaphobe anyway before the pandemic. There are people Listen, who are no problem with that. already super anxious about going to a store, touching a shopping yeah. cart, touching... You know, I mean... And right. so there are people who are just anxious by nature. They worry about things. And it's tough. I mean, anxiety is something that... My family has struggled with for yeah. a long time. It's not, um, it's not foreign to me or to my family, and it's tough. I don't think anybody. It's really tough. I don't think anybody, and I think some some folks have. Um, it's a, uh, it's a bigger problem in some families than others, uh, yeah. depending on family history. But yeah, so the pandemic, and you know, obviously all this going back to school. Uh, sh- Shootings, protests, riots, burning down cities. I mean, this is, uh, yeah. The, and the, by the way, the going back to school thing, especially if you're a kid who's mm-hmm. about to be thrown into this situation. Anyway, there's, so there's plenty, so much to cause stress that is, and anxiety. That is causing fear and anxiety in the life of children and the life of our families. And I'm sure this is not. This is also happening with 
with adults, with the parents as well. So we just thought we'd just talk a little bit about our, I'm not sure this is even going to be a long episode, but we're going to talk a little bit about our, <laughs> that was. Why that are was, you laughing at me? I know you're going to get mad at me because I'm mentioning some, <laughs> we could, we had this, people would have enjoyed this, this, this little ban- uh, with a banter, this <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, sure. argument early on. Sure. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Tell, tell just, the world. Tell you, the no, no, three no, people. Just, you did a nice job of putting that glass down without making a sound. I'm I very was impressed. trying. Uh, this microphones are so sensitive. I'm trying to be super sensitive, right, not to clang just, things let's, around. Let's see how I do with this microphone. You can't. It's gonna every. Yeah, that is horrible. Like, this is a wine glass. This that it sounded like, a, like a an weight. elephant yeah, just elephant. walked into the room. This microphone's killing All right. me. It's a really, really sensitive. The new microphone is super, super sensitive. So I think I think where my mind goes is starting kind of when our kids were young, it's super normal for kids. I was a very anxious child. Like when bedtime came, I was me scared too. of the dark. I didn't want to be without my parents. And I, you know, it was just my brother and I for a long time till my baby sister came along. And... I was by myself in my room. Like our kids never have even had that experience. No, and, and to be fair, I didn't either, but I still was. You didn't either. It didn't matter. Deathless of. Yep. I just didn't want to go to sleep at night. I didn't, but I loved, once I fell asleep, I was. Well, you. Never wanted to rock get out star. of my bed. I'm rock star sleeper. MVP sleeper. <laughs> That's awesome. So good at sleeping. And I wasn't. And so, but we've had kids kind of go through the same thing, some kids more than others, When especially when bedtime came around, or things like going to the basement by themselves. I didn't want to go to the basement. My brother used to. I still don't. My, my, brother, my brother used to um, leave me down in the basement, run up the stairs as fast as he could, and shut off the lights on me. And I would scream at the top of my, Mom! You know, and Nick said, Nick left me in the basement. <laughs> and, you know, and he would laugh. Um... But, you know, playing on my fears. And we have the kids, we have plenty of kids who have gone through similar things. Some kids are fearless and they literally just don't, well, I, at least they don't express I was gonna say, being feared, like fearful of anything. Their temperament plays into that a little bit, right? So yeah. our phlegmatics, I think they have fear. I think they, they do not articulate it as yeah. easily as our non, as some of our other kids do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that plays into it too. And that's something, by the way, to be aware of. I think all human beings Have deal with some type of fear and anxiety. That's just not and, and that's normal, by the way. Part of it is, I mean, like even learning just through some of our kids who have had some serious, yeah. you know, issues with anxiety and we've had counseling and things like that. And the counselors have helped me understand, hey, this is a built-in mechanism like fight or flight that yeah. God has given us yeah. de- going back to just even, but even now too, like if something were to happen, something really extreme were to happen and a bear walks out of our woods, you know, and the kids are playing, I'm going to go into this super anxiety mode and I'm going to fight for my kids and have this crazy reaction. That's built in and it's a good thing and it keeps our family safe. Just like, you know, going back even further and further, how humanity has had to survive in different conditions. So it's a good thing. It's just that our bodies and our brains will kind of do these extreme reactions over things that necessarily aren't really dangerous for us, or we perceive that they're dangerous, like the dark basement, or, you know, for a kid going to bed. Hey, going to bed is actually good for us, but 
they don't think so. And they're scared of being in their room in the dark or Open whatever window, it is. The window, the curtains. Curtains the that closet, are moving. The, the list everybody, goes on and yeah. on. Everybody knows. And so I think something, well, something, and I know you do the same thing, but what I've always done with the kids when they're younger and they're just having, and even when they're older too, because older kids have fears too, different kinds of fears, but that the first thing is to always call on the name of Jesus, like mm-hmm. always to pray. So, so, okay, Jesus is here. He hears you when you call his name, he hears you turning them right to our lady with a hail Mary calling on the Holy spirit. So always pointing them to God, like first and foremost, that we need to call on the Holy spirit to be with us. We need to ask Mary to pray for us. And we know that our guardian angels here. So we pray a guardian angel prayer. It's like, we have this arsenal <laughs> as Catholics. We have an arsenal of prayers. We can help them turn to. And you know, kids don't just learn this by osmosis. So I think, you know, I was talking to a friend yesterday about just hit the, some of the struggles that that family is having, just passing three young boys and, just beginning to get in a habit of that and admitting that I should be doing it, but I can't do it. And so I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to keep talking about this, but I think it's kids have to need, to, need their parents to get this stuff going. So whatever it's prayer or dealing with fear, so we've got to articulate. And the nice thing about what, what Lori's saying, right, is this habit of there's just certain not automatics for us mm-hmm. as people of faith because of our own experience of doing this. And so for me, I do the, um, what's that? The uh, Jesus prayer, right? Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me. Mm. Uh, us, some, some people add a sinner. Um, but when I deal with anxiety, it's a first go-to for me. Mm. You know, so, and, and so I haven't really taught the kids that one yet, but it's, it's the Hail Mary. It's, it's Jesus with us. It's our guardian angel. And, and so first reminding them, we're not alone in this. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a big thing, right? So usually we feel, you feel like we're alone. alone. Yeah. And whatever it is we're, we are dealing with, um, remind, well, we're not alone. We might still continue to feel that, but we have to remind ourselves, I might feel that way, but I know that the Almighty is with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I know he is. I know Mary is praying for me in that moment. I know my God and angel is present. So we really just try to ingrain that into our kids that these truths that these are truths. They're real. And so that becomes automatic for them as well. And I think um, p- coupled with that, and this is something I've always learned because I grew up with, like my mother struggles with anxiety even to this day. My sisters do. I do. Um, just just anxiety that just comes on and it's not even necessarily that I'm thinking about anything. It's just my body kind of has surges of adrenaline, blah, 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 things that I, I'm not it's not like I'm a worry war. I'm not worrying about anything. It just happens. Um, breathing is really mm-hmm. important. So deep breathing through in through your nose and out through your mouth. It's really basic. Oh, good job, honey. Good job. You're giving me anxiety right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, please breathe. Breathe it out. But. I'm joking, but it's true. B- which no, is no, it? the breathing. <laughs> <laughs> You're that. joking. I said that. But it's true. I'm joking, but you do give me anxiety. And right now, it's true. <laughs> I'm looking at you like, yeah, okay. Drink. <laughs> Have a drink. That, yeah, oh, sure, sure, sure. I know, it, tongue in cheek. I do give you anxiety. It's true. Yes, what I'm saying is true. Sometimes and it's can, an age. Sometimes you give me anxiety. It's, nice. it's very rare. Very I rare. usually try to help you. Not this, with, well, look at my, come my, on. My, 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 my things are off the charts. 
You're am I loud in your? Am I loud in your? No, ears? you sound oh, just as okay. loud as me. I think you're fine. Anyways, <laughs> just keep breathing over there. Just keep, take another breath so we can all hear you. Don't choke. But I think that's really important. We we rush around as a society. Yeah. We, we go from one thing to the next. And I mean, if anything, COVID has taught everybody is. It's okay to slow down sometimes, and it's but a not good... to breathe. You shouldn't breathe anywhere anymore. Don't breathe. Yes, yeah, you have to breathe through a mask. COVID. Only breathe your own your own carbon dioxide. <laughs> your own germs. <laughs> your own germs. <laughs> but I mean, the idea of slowing down is yeah. good, and yeah. we were you're taught to slow down your breath when you have anxiety because what happens when you have anxiety? You, <laughs> you know, you st- everything tenses, tenses up. I mean, you've seen you... your kids. I mean, we've seen our kids have you know, start getting really upset about something and your, your, your breathing just quickens and their heart rate is pumping. And you're just, and the first thing is like, okay, like we call, okay, come Holy Spirit. It's literally, like, and by the way, it's literally teaching them to breathe. I mean, teaching them kids, how to do we've it. We've done this pretty much all of our kids have had to do this. Cause again, everybody, everybody deals, with, deals it. with it. What are even, they just get a, they get hurt or something. What's the yeah, first thing? Let's freaking out about breath, something. Let's calm down. Take a breath. So I think it's, it's working and recognizing. Obviously, younger children have a tougher time with that. So we have one of our it's Kiara, who's she really struggled with the breathing piece. Mm-hmm. They all have to one degree at a yeah, younger age. Yeah, they all struggle with that. And just getting I can't them breathe. to believe I can't in the yes, yes you, you can, can control this. And so it's being patient with them, working with them. It it's drives you can drive you downright batty because for us, of course, oh, I can I can do that. Yep. No big deal. But to them, it's, they've gotten it themselves seems imp- worked up. It seems impossible. So much. But you keep working at it. And yeah. I think that's the key to just about don't anything yeah, good. Well, is you I just mean, don't give up on it. Keep it. working to be as patient as you can. And I haven't always been perfect in that. No, but neither have I've I. Really, I've really worked hard with my youngest three on that one. i reminding myself they're struggling with that. And just keep fighting the good fight and just walking through that whole scenario and, and giving them modeling how to breathe and Knowing it's gonna, they're gonna figure it out, and it's gonna become their go-to. Mm-hmm. They're gonna own that. It's gonna become, and then all you have to say, hey, just, just take a breath, just, just take a breath. It's gonna yeah. be okay. They do, and they calm down. So. There's a song. I'm trying to think of what song that was. I forget what the, the song was coming to my head. Just breathe. There's a there's some kind of Christian song that was. Just, oh, there's a good. Uh, well, there's a lot of. I think there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of them about. Yeah. But there's one there's that was kind of, I can't think about, about it. Too, maybe that. Well, oh, whatever. maybe. Yeah, but. Michael W. Smith has a good one, Breathe in Me. It's about the Holy Spirit. It's a very mm. good song, actually. It's mm-hmm. very short. I'm not going to sing it, though. <laughs> oh, come on. Just no? breathe in me. That's no, okay. <laughs> I love the vibrato. I know all three of you got excited out there. <laughs> no, I think praying, breathing, obviously. Automatic first Those two are things the first that have two things happen. that have to happen. We can say this not as counselors because we nope. cause we have worked with a counselor in our family. And no, that these are, again, my, these are my great, bad, one of my staple. undergrad degrees, breathing. <laughs> Your undergrad degree is in breathing? No. <laughs> if it was that easy to get a freaking it degree. Well, oh, wow. My, oh, my, my, here's, <laughs> and here's a class. <laughs> I think they call that Lamaze if you're pregnant. Hey, listen, I took. <laughs> I took a class. I took a class at Providence College. This was when I was getting a couple. I was taking a couple. I'm going to laugh so hard on this. A couple of undergraduate classes at Providence College in theology, and one of them, and I, I think it was just it fit my schedule. It was one of those things. It fit my schedule. It was on breathing. No, but it was the art of listening. Seriously. Now, now listen. There's something to that. And actually, you know, honestly, it wasn't. A, it wasn't the worst class. Of, it was no heresy. 
<laughs> but it was a little, sometimes I was like, I'm not learning anything about theology in this class. It was a little bit over the top. The art of breathing. One of my exercises, I had a sit. In your nose. I'm still living in my parents' house in socket. Out of your mouth. <laughs> it's kind of that <laughs> and you had to settle yourself down so there is some good yeah there was, it was some good parts of this but i had to just listen i had to write down what i was hearing and there's some good to this right being per- perceiving yeah. what's around us but i just remember it was a rainy day and there was just nothing else going on and i just like i hear <laughs> drops or like because he he was he would kill you on if you didn't like articulate yeah if you weren't descriptive on it which i just was like you gotta be kidding me but I get it. I don't know what I got in that class. Sorry. <laughs> you made me think of that. Tangent, squirrel. Squirrel. But you were you basically were trying to say that you took a degree. You, you, oh, right, right, you right, studied right. psychology. My undergrad my and they confirmed in your undergrad that breathing is important yeah, for right, anxiety. Which is, I, mean, I was also tongue-in-cheek <laughs> mocking my... Uh, your degree. My well, a psychology degree and I had a double major to... Come out of college with some kind of use, useful degree. Yeah. No, no, I mean... No offense to those of you who have studied psychology. I have nothing against psychology. It's just where I studied it wasn't that great. Yeah. So, so but I think... I think <laughs> as I, mock, as a, I mock the whole field before we bring in a counselor in a couple of weeks to be a guest of ours. He'll mock his own field. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, actually he will. But I think that what's really important to know about anxiety in the families is that we all have it in our families. Well, it, you're gonna have a sense of humor too, right? You you do because otherwise you cry. That's what I said earlier to a friend. If That's I don't sad. laugh, I cry. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta laugh at yourself sometimes, right? But you're and right. It, it happens. In, it happens in all our every family, I, and I think to a, a degree. But I do think there's, I do think there are still families where it's the not us, or it's weak. I think that still exists today, sadly, in some some families. Right, the idea of having fear and being anxious. That's just because you're not strong enough. I think yeah. that still does happen in some families. Or there's a, a sense of deni- denial in general about it. Or maybe this is maybe this is more likely. I don't know. I'm just taking guesses here. It's a podcast. We're just talking. Maybe in some people, they just don't have the vocabulary or the experience to name what they're, what they're dealing with. And so this is important that this – I think this is a topic that we have to discuss because I just don't know a single human- – <laughs> That doesn't deal with fear or anxiety at some yeah. point. I, it's just it's a basic I, how human is that possible, struggle. Right? It's a basic human struggle. But some of us have better coping mechanisms that are usually passed on to us by family, Correct. because that's I mean that's key. Or not, or not passed on, and you know then you have to learn it later on in life. I mean, a lot of adults end up with counseling, and that's there's nothing there's no shame in having counseling as an adult or a child. And I think that also has a stigma for people like, oh, you're in counseling or your family has done counseling. It's like, um, yeah, because I'm not an expert in this and I'm okay with that. So we had, I didn't go study. Yeah, I studied yeah, something. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that something, um, theology. I'm not, I'm not an expert in that either, but I kind of know my faith pretty well, but I don't know anything about yeah, psychology. We had, one of our, we had one of our kids, you know, who's really dealing with some serious anxiety issues and we kind of thought that's what it was for a while yeah we weren't and, sure and just, at first yeah you know we had a whole we dealt with a whole um you know, this bizarre round of like we just felt like we had like norovirus in the house like multiple times it was just we had this stretch in our house where it was just we were all sick like really sick yeah and and it just 
we all were on edge. I, I certainly was. Mm-hmm. And certainly Lori was. Anyways, it was, so, but it seemed to trigger this child into a pretty serious, um, some pretty serious issues, anxiety issues. And, you know, Laurie and I started talking about it and we just realized we just couldn't, we had, we had run out of things we, we could do, like pray, help, praying and breathing wasn't and, enough. And yeah. it was a time we thought was a child just going through an obstinate type of pushing back against authority. And we, we, we debated that for a little bit, maybe, but just, it just, it was so off the charts. It was so irrational that we began to. For a kid who's not wildly irrational, that no, there's something else going on here, and so we had to we had to make the decision to bring a counselor into our house to, to help us out. And it was one of the best decisions that we made. It Agreed. helped it helped our child so much. And I just think that there's the shame around like there yeah. shouldn't be shame around it. No, there shouldn't not. be shame. And same thing about medication because we've had kids have to go on some medication, and I and I think there's this weird stigma around that, like. Oh, if I have to take medication, you know, I have a friend who takes medication for anxiety and that has really saved this person's life. I mean, and we have medicine that's really good to help us and we shouldn't shy away if we need it to, to take medication, if we need medication. Now, that doesn't mean we're, we're, Laurie and I are, we're not anti-vaxxers, we're not anti-medication. That being said, we ask lots of questions. We're very cautious with it because we don't want our kids, we don't want our kids to be hooked on things or be poisoned or whatever. So we, right. I'm really, I just noticed I'm so far back. You keep, I told but it hasn't changed almost. You keep backing up look further at, and further away from your microphone. But can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Oh, you it's like the strongest. I I'm said like, you, relax. I'm if leaning. If I was using that microphone, I'd be blowing away people's eardrums right yeah. now because yeah. that microphone is so strong. I, I think we have two of the same one. It'll bounce off. But anyways, Maybe. That's, anyway, that's go ahead. Whenever we develop, figure this out. Oh, so what was that's not here. Oh my gosh! About medication, we're not oh, anti-vaxxers, we're not anti, but we're very but, cautious. But, but we we we're cautious. We ask questions, and I think it's ir- it's irrational not to ask questions, yeah. especially when dealing with your children. Right. I would say also dealing with yourself. When you dealing with yourself. questions as well. So we do ask a lot of questions, and one of our one of our kids was just on a, a mild because we pushed on. We don't want this kid to be hooked on it, reliant on it, unless it, unless that's what the child needs in order to be mm-hmm. have things balanced out. And good news is. Child's gonna be weaned off and it's gonna be fine. So, but I think part of that is because we really talked to the doctor, asked the questions, made sure that we're on the same page. Yeah, and and, then, uh, and I think that's that really out, important. So. I think it's just important when talking about fears and anxieties. There are kind of different levels of anxiety. There's kind of that basic. We all go through it. We all have fears when we're when we're young, even when we're older. But we have to learn to manage with manage it. So through prayer, through exercise and breathing, and do, we have to be able to manage it. If it gets out of control, we need to seek, can't be afraid to seek professional help to help us in our families. And I would say, folks, this is where, so at that point, when you get to that point, here's where it's like, let's rely on each other, folks. Like we wouldn't just take our kids to just any counselor. We're just not going to do that. And again, part of that is I have a, I have my undergrad, so but we talk about this stuff constantly. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, just like any profession, there are good counselors and there are not good yes. counselors, and yeah, and so we um we were blessed because we 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 knew a lot of a few, more than a few folks I believe who knew a particular counselor and um, a family who is, is a father and a son, and thank God that you know we got pointed in that direction because I, it really did help our family. We're gonna have um. 
the fruit fly. I know. It's back. I can't. It's like it flew I right by could, my I face. I could make comment on it because we've already talked about the fruit fly, I and I've seen it. I can't. I've seen it kind of it's buzzing like, you a few times. I don't even have wine. It's just like it's just in my face. It just so loves sad. me. You have no wine anymore. I do. Yeah. Congratulations. So, but anyways, uh, he's going to be the guy we're going to have on to, to join us, and we'll just kind of kind of take this to a different level with him. And he's a great guy, and we'll have I'm sure we'll have a good conversation with him. And it'll be a, looks like he's going to be our first guest. Great. Yeah. So hopefully the first of many. Um, but I think, folks, if you know a good counselor, and I would recommend, uh, ideally, if you listen, because Catholics have a particular worldview, mm-hmm. and we do believe in grace. So it's not it's not just your mind in some kind of a vacuum, right, but we, we do have mind. we have a spiritual dimension to our bodies, yeah, our we soul, in that we body, have soul, complementarity, comp- right? right. You can composite. So you can't just kind of you got to be careful. I, yeah. I I can't emphasize if you're a, a practice if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So again, Catholic, Christian, you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and you believe that matters. That means guess what, folks? What you put in your body, what kind of counsel you go to, you got to scrutinize all of that. Find somebody who believes. Yeah. Find somebody it's who believes. It's really, really helpful yeah. to find someone who's at least a Christian, you know, someone who believes in Jesus and who can and the power help of you grace, to pray. And the power of grace and the importance yeah. of virtue, the reality of the understanding of evil and sin. Mm-hmm. This all plays into anxiety and fear. Yep. And all of it, all of it matters because Catholics especially believe that stuff matters. All of it matters. And so you can't just be flipping about it and just go with the next person in line. Research, ask questions. Because I, and also I think, I mean, scripture is all all over. Every time Jesus came, what, into a room, yeah, be amen. not afraid. Amen. He doesn't want us to live in fear. No. He doesn't, that's not from him. Fear is not of God. So he doesn't want us to live in this anxious life. He doesn't want us to live in a you know, constant fear of whatever we're scared of. He wants to free us from that. And so that's spiritual. And that's also sometimes psychological that we have baggage or we have things we need to work through. So there's dimensions, there's multi-dimensions to it that, but it's not just psychological. So if you, if you, you're going to just a counselor who's taking the spiritual out of things, then you're, you're shortchanging yourself or your children because we're spiritual oh, and we a, have... It's incomplete. It, incomplete. It's, this would be like Jesus healing people but not forgiving them of their sins, right? How many right. times did Jesus forgive them of their sins and then, oh, you're healed? Jesus always thought of the total person. Yep. Never just disregarded pieces of the human being. So um, we as Christians need to kind of consider oh. the same thing. Yep. Yeah, I would say the other thing is, um, uh, you know... We as we as parents deal with this stuff too, mm-hmm. and we, we already started with saying that we Laura and I both have struggled with anxiety, and um, I I really the first fifteen years of marriage, I mean I had moments. I, it's funny I'm thinking now right now of times in the car coming home from a stressful situation mm-hmm. and talking to you and beginning to try to tell you what's going on and not being able to breathe, and I'm in like yeah. in heavy traffic and it's dangerous and. Saying I have to get off the phone. I just got to get my breath under control. And mm-hmm. I knew I was having a, an anxiety attack. I knew that. And getting into control and coming home and talking with Laurie and then exercising and kind of just being around my family and just kind of settling down. And um, I went through a particularly tough stretch about a year and a half ago. And uh, and it was 
kind of at the end of what was a, just a really nutty time in my work life, just some things I was dealing with in my personal life and not with Laurie or the kids or anything like that. But you said I caused you I, I just want to make sure that I'm clear on that. <laughs> They're all thinking. But there were just oh, a few yeah. things. I'm she not going to go into details because, quite frankly, it's nobody's business. But I did go, I did have a – Laurie happened <laughs> to go away and and – of course, I end up having a, this kind of this massive anxiety attack and depression and just this whole, back in the good old days, we would call this a nervous breakdown. We don't call it that anymore, but I really melted down and I had a really, it was a really um, difficult time in my life and it, it was, it was rough and it was everything from spiritual attack to the anxiety. It was, it was a mess. I was a mess and, and Laurie, uh, being the good wife that she has, flew back and, and, and killed off for a really nice trip early to come take care of her husband but and uh, he owes me a really nice trip yeah someday we're gonna make that happen <laughs> i wouldn't mind that myself so and and thankfully i had my parents who were willing to drive down they were up at their, their cabin in new hampshire and they drove down to help help me out because they realized this is not good whatever he's, he's dealing with is a mess mm-hmm. it's, it's really messy and god bless the kids the kids were perfect during this time it was just it wasn't them at all but um and you're not alone because I think a lot of people have these types of breakdowns, if you will. Well, that's, that happen. What, that's what I wanted to get at is, is in, I, in that moment that, for they me, think it's just well, in, the, in that moment, I certainly felt that way. I knew that wasn't true, but you feel like, yeah. oh my words, why did I, how did I let this happen? And, and listen, and then when I, of course I did, I did start going to some counseling for a little, a little while and listen, I went to confession. I, I did all the things we practiced with our kids. Um, and you know, in the long shot of it, I began to realize that I just allowed some pretty serious stuff to pile up. Mm-hmm. And there were some other things I learned about myself from a kind of a longer view, looking at my life and realized I've been struggling with anxiety because I'm normal, I'm human, but a certain, there were certain triggers that I hadn't really recognized And the counselor. And I didn't go for a long time, quite frankly, I went for maybe a few months, but it really helped me to kind of do the long view and kind of just thread it together a little bit, which helped me. And so I, I guess this is my long way of saying is I'm a pretty strong, stable, rational guy. I, and folks who know me know I put up a pretty good, strong front. And, you know, thank God, because by and large, I am. I'm pretty balancing and I can handle most anxiety because I've, I exercise, I pray, I've got a good, uh, a great marriage, I've got great kids, I've got a good life. So there's a nice balance, but sometimes you hit the wall. And I think as parents, we've also got to be willing to be honest about that with each other, mm-hmm. which means we've got to support each other in that because it's not easy, right? When somebody begins to lose it, it, was, it certainly wasn't easy jumping on a flight and coming home early for a trip. But we've got to be there. three for, days there. <laughs> we've got to be there for each other. Uh, we've got to be there for each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's, we, we've said this, I think, almost, almost every, every episode, husband and wife got to be in, on this together. And God bless those of you who might be listening who are by yourself mm-hmm. and dealing with life right now. And even even maybe you're married, but you but you're oh, really still by thing. yourself. Same thing. There, you know that that's a cross. That's a cross. That's a that's which of course a is cross. probably fear inducing and anxiety inducing. And man, you know this is where folks, if you've got a good marriage, you've got a good family, even though you might be dealing with some stuff, because again, we're all human. Be, be thinking about the folks who have uh, and be aware of the folks who might be going through this stuff alone. And and, and the Lord puts it on your heart to. Be there for someone yeah. or make reach sure you, out to make someone. Sure being, ask, yeah. ask the Lord that question. If your life's going okay right now and you're pretty solid and you're doing okay, my my advice is ask, Lord, how, who, who's out there who might need just need that air or a little bit of wisdom or helping a nudge them in the right direction to get counseling? 
for example. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be more aware of each other. I think now more than ever with everything that's going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've got to be there for each other, folks. Depression and anxiety, I'm sure, is through the roof. Well, they're saying it. The numbers of suicide, stuff, off the shots. Uh, they were looking at the, the liquor stores had not lost any money. Yeah, of course not. Well, we, we keep which, them in business. Too. Which is, which is, and again, we're not, we're not, clearly, we're not heavy clearly we have no problem drinking. We imbibe. Well, we do but, like a glass of wine. But when you think about what that means, what does that mean that liquor store's business went wildly up? People are depressed and looking for There it is. And so we've, that means we've got to be really paying attention to our neighbors. Well, and, plus there's nothing to do. So they figure they're going to drink. <laughs> well, that's a whole other story. Do. But I'm more worried about the folks who are doing of course, it to self medicate. To self medicate, yeah. or they're trying to escape from life and. You know. This is not a judgment thing either, by the way. This no, is of course uh, not. This is, uh, I mean, when I went through that thing, the first thing I, I did that night was I had to drink a couple of glasses of wine just a, just a little bit, not just a little bit of that edge off so I can get the kids to bed and try to calm down and get very little sleep. So um, I feel for the folks who are dealing with that, but that's not the answer. And I knew that when, I, when that was happening to me too. Um, and so pay attention, be aware mm-hmm. of your family and friends who are struggling right now and... Um, ask, ask God if, if you can help them in some way or put somebody in their path who can help them. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this, we joke a lot. We've joked in the past about my being kind of anti-neighbor and just wanting to be left alone. But, you know, the truth of the matter is I don't really believe that per se. I think we've got to be conscious and just, if you're not know, noticing a different first and foremost with your spouse, checking in on your children, check in on them. And I know I've known some families who they've been doing that. They, they're aware of what their kids are going through, but check in on each other. And then, you know, be aware of family and friends who you don't see as regularly on the phone. Or even just be aware. Ask the right questions. Ask people, how you doing? Yeah. And they can be sincere about it. And please don't do the, hey, how you doing? And walk by them. It's, how are you doing? And then listen. And, and listen if you need to, to go to a class on it, you can go to PC. Apparently <laughs> they have some. Don't they, they probably don't offer don't, that they anymore. Don't offer that. That, was like that probably 20, died 20, 20 years ago. years ago, whatever. But there is something yeah. to learning how to also listen. So, you know, not making it about you, but if God is yeah. putting someone in your path, it's, you know, sometimes it's tempting if you're talkers like us to want to make it, you know, something that we can say, something we can do to fix. But sometimes people really just need a listening ear. They just need someone to say, hey, I'm praying for you. Like, maybe they just need to talk something out. And the difference is obviously in the in the sexes here, you know, yeah. you know, and there's truth to this, right? Not, this is not, not across this the is board. Not across, but this there's a tendency of guys wanting to fix because we, we want to fix things. We want to make things and sometimes I'm definitely wildly overboard on that. And Lori's constantly over our marriage had to remind me that sometimes I just need to shut my stupid trap and just listen I to her. I just want you to listen. And just and, and <laughs> don't so, need you to offer a solution. And again, my motivation isn't just That's a, pure. Yeah, it's, it's not to shut her up. It, well, Maybe, maybe. Well, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Just, you're being a little too but there have been times easy where, on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're yesing me to do, take a breath. I know I'm clearly causing you anxiety. Um, but there are times where I just, I do just want to fix it. I actually yeah. hear her and I feel it, but it doesn't matter. It's not what she's she's looking for. So I think there's something to that idea of just, just be present. Just listen, being present to people. Around this board. That chord is really annoying. We've got to fix it. It's all right. What are you going to do? What are you well, do? Nothing right now. It's too late. We've done this for what? 40, nothing. 45 minutes. There's nothing we can do. So, well, I think we can wrap up there because I think we've <laughs> offered enough. But also, I, think I do think we can explore deeper. Well, we're going to talk with to our, 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 our council and friend and we'll, 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 we'll probably do a little promotion on this in advance because I think he's, he knows a lot of folks who 
might be interested in. We're just going to have a conversation with him. It's not going to be a counseling session. It's going to be what we just... <laughs> You're going to do... He's going to do a live, live counseling yeah, with well, us. Yeah, while <laughs> No, no, but I, I think he's... Uh, I really I really respect him, and I think he's going to bring some... We're going to post... I'm going to post his... Um, on the website once... It's going to go live. The website, by the way, will go live um, next week. So if you're listening this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, after Labor Day, it's going to go live that week. I think before our our, our 12th episode... And um, I'll part of this episode uh, notes will have uh, their website, uh, his father and, and his website for counseling. But we just know that, and maybe I'll put a note that we're going to be talking to him in a few weeks. So we'll have a nice conversation with him just about what's going on. And we're not going to go in. By the way, folks, if you haven't figured this out yet, we never truly have a game plan for this because we've. And Laurie reminded me I, I was trying to set up a whole inge- uh, outline. I think it was last week's right. I was like, last oh, we got to. And she reminded me, no, let's just talk. Let's just, we don't yeah, do that. We, we have do. an idea. We, sometimes we talk about a topic briefly in advance. Um, but this is just, you know, two parents who are just trying to have a conversation about how we're handling a particular topic. So, and we got some good, we have actually some pretty cool, uh, some of them are fun topics. Well, I think this is going to be fun to talk about. It might not be fun for the people dealing with them, like picky eaters or <laughs> dealing with sibling rivalries. And, and we've never had any of that. <laughs> both in our own lives and in our family so I think there's some but there's some cool topics that uh, I'm looking forward to and once we get the website up and running we'll have a place where you can email yeah, us email us uh, other topics ideas that you want us and to we'll revisit about. you know there's gonna be topics we're just gonna revisit over and over again because just something's happening in the world or in our lives or just because we just feel like repeating ourselves so we'll do that too <laughs> yeah we just want to repeat ourselves we're so bored, we just want to say the same thing over and over again. It's the one time a week we talk. <laughs> you did say that to somebody, didn't you? <laughs> like, I've been saying that a lot. I've been, that's been my nice. Um, yeah. That's been my uh, my go to when uh, when I'm talking to somebody about that. They podcast. say, "Oh yeah, your podcast." We'll they says, this. "Yeah, it's the one time one time a week I talk to my wife." We'll get the studio figured out. So we'll ridiculous. Figure, we'll figure out all this. It's like the stuff. story that you tell people that we met uh, when no, I was. No, we're not. No. No. Well, now I have. We don't to say talk it. about it anymore. Okay, so well, I get it. I mean, yeah. So, so when, <laughs> so we started in Rhode Island when we first met, and I didn't yes. even talk, and somebody asked, "How'd you meet?" Because Lori and I are seven years uh, apart in age. He's, she's he's seven, seven years, years older my than me. Elder. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're my elder. I, know, I was never good at math, and so I used to tell the story. Well, where'd you meet her? Well, I met her because I was chaperoning at a middle school dance, and it's usually like a, just a pause, a pause, and I just. I like sell cr- it. Cricket. And I sell it. I just give a dead pan. I'm very deadpan when I do it. I got good at this. And then they just look at you. And eventually you see their eyes begin to kind of crook up, you know, crook it up a little bit, like, come on. And I go, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. And they laugh. <laughs> and I tell the real story. So, anyways, I would do this Rhode Island, Maine. Oh my gosh. Got a good laugh it out of every joke. time. Yeah. Because we told- gave a lot of talks. We've given a lot of talks over the years of parishes come up and things. Pretty good Retreats amount of times. And, oh, yeah. Because people will say, how did you meet? Because we're there together. Teenagers or adults, whatever. <laughs> so whoever it is. Always, it was my go-to. And so I get to I get start working for the Archdiocese of Boston. It was one of my first presentations. And I just had shared a little bit about our family. And somebody asked. It was a smaller group. And somebody asked the question. I gave that answer. And literally, I was daggers. It was like crickets in the room. Like um, dairy, nobody laughed. I said it was a joke, didn't matter. And I came home that night and I said, um, I think that joke has died. I think yeah. it's done. You're in the wrong diocese now, for that. I actually have used it since, but it's usually more in small little groups of people where people I, that know your sense. I of figure out that it might work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much 
for listening to this episode. And you know, Dale, and we really appreciate those of you who have uh, submitted reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, I don't know if there's anything on Spotify, but you know, so we like it. If you really like it, please let people know because that's the whole point of the reviews. It's not, it's not for us. Yes, we do feel affirmed. We appreciate it. I don't read them, but... Well, I tell you about them. <laughs> and then, um, but it's, it's, it's really also to kind of get the podcast out there so that other mm-hmm. people will see it so that's what the reviews do and that's what the four or five stars do but again if you don't like us move on find something else great we'll be okay again website's coming shortly mm-hmm. but the website's going to be called raising eight a couple of sinners trying to raise saints that's not what it's going to say on the website no but <laughs> my pot was raising raising eight, eight. it'll be raising and that's eight. why you, you did the pause actually you kind of got it and then you i know did it, Th- then, then i thought that's it. too long of a name i hope it's not called a couple of sinners trying to raise it's like a whole raising thing eight. you'll have to type all that in every time you go to our website <laughs> raising eight.net but that's not live yet folks so don't go there yet don't go there yet but next week but we'll tell you we'll remind you when it's live well thank you so much and have a good night and god bless <laughs>